Welcome to the Motherhood Village Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Gonzalez-Cumberbatch, and I know firsthand that it takes a village to raise a child, but most importantly, that it takes a village to uplift a mother. A mother's village is necessary and can take up many forms. Consider this podcast as part of your motherhood village. No matter the season of motherhood you're in, every conversation will give you more tools to add to your parenting toolbox, and you'll feel supported, inspired, and uplifted. So let's get into an informative and empowering conversation. Welcome to the Motherhood Village podcast. I am on with a very special guest. I have Marnie Madras, who is the founder and CEO of Rumbly. She is on a mission to change how women experience pregnancy. Rumbly started as a small idea during her third pregnancy when she realized women's experiences during this life-changing time deserved a new narrative. I completely agree. How are you today, Marnie? I'm excellent. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Okay, before we get started, tell me your favorite book or one that you would like to recommend. So many. Tough question. I recently picked up reading, I guess, like since COVID hit. So, um, but to break it down, I have to say, Leslie Ann Bruce, you are a fucking awesome mom. And part of my language for everyone on here. Um, (laughs) You're good. (laughs) But the subtitle is kind of everything in itself. It's embrace the chaos, get over the guilt and be true to you. And the whole book just kind of follows that theme. And it's really, it was, it, it made me feel seen and less alone. I love it. And that's important. And I know it probably ties into also your mission behind Rumbly. Um, It is called the Motherhood Village Podcast. So who and what has been a part of your motherhood village in your personal life, your entrepreneurial journey and all the things? Yeah. So online communities have been an absolute game changer in both my motherhood journey as well as my personal entrepreneurial journey and the anonymity of going in there where no one knows me, no one knows my background, um, where I came from, no judgments. And it's just, it's a place um, where you can be yourself, feel confident, but then it allows you and has allowed me to make the connections, to ask questions, to get the support that I need that within my physical community and my physical universe that's around me here, I, I never had that opportunity that these online communities have afforded me. And they've, they've really, they've changed my, my present, but they've also changed my future. And it's been the most invaluable thing in both motherhood and entrepreneurial journeys. I love that. And it's, it's true. And I'm sure we can have a whole conversation about that in the social impact. Um, but let's jump into the conversation. Tell me your journey of creating Rumbly. I'm sure the online communities kind of helped in that. What is your mission and how are you and or how do you hope to really impact the motherhood community with the product that you've created? Yeah, uh, that's a lot. So let me try to, I'll try, yes. <laughs> I'll try to break it down best I can. Uh, so let's start with how I, how I came to start Rumbly. Uh, when I was pregnant with, I, let me take it back even one step further. I'm a mom of four. I have a seven and a half year old, a five and a half year old, a almost three year old and a three month old. Oh my gosh. And, um, it's a lot. I, and I love being a mom and I loved being pregnant and it pained me anytime I heard a woman say how much they hated that part of the journey of pregnancy journey. And for me, I couldn't understand it because for me, that was almost my favorite and I absolutely loved it. And I know that I was more alone than these other women in loving being pregnant because the majority of people really 
did not enjoy the time. And it, for so many reasons, that made sense to me. And I understood why, but I felt that I had to do something to change that. And I felt that there should be a way that they still can find time to enjoy what I saw as like this magical moment in, in a woman's lifespan. So in my, in all my pregnancies, I, as much as I enjoyed it during my postpartum, when I kind of say in my head, I kind of woke up, I realized that I had shed a part of me before being pregnant. I was Marnie. I was strong, confident, ambitious, social person. When I became a mom, I became a mom. And I don't want to make that sound like it's a negative thing because it's not. And there's nothing that I absolutely love more than being a mom. But I lost Marnie in that process. Mm -hmm. So that coupled with, you know, wanting all women to feel this sense of joy that I felt in pregnancy, despite all the challenges that I may have faced during that time as well. It's I knew that I had to refocus my career in this space. And I did that with the creation of Rumbly. And Rumbly is a it's a it's a business with a product. I sell monthly subscription boxes and themed gift boxes to women to help prioritize themselves in pregnancy while bringing more joy to the overall experience. It's a very much an experiential brand and it's to ultimately to, to change the way that women experience this transition to motherhood. So to not to, to bring more joy to those big milestones mm -hmm. and because there are in the sea of all the challenges, there are magical moments throughout every woman's pregnancy journey. And I strongly believe that, but then to help women feel more grounded in this process, more connected to who they are. And it's really rooted in this identity that when they, enter into postpartum in those early years of motherhood, that they don't lose the woman who they are behind. So half of the items in every Rumbly box are for the woman you are, and the other half are for the mom you're becoming. So it's really focused on, on you, the woman, and your experience and trying to bring more, again, just joy, happiness, celebration, and support throughout all of it. I love that. So I know you said there's a lot and there's a lot to unpack there. So <laughs> did the idea come after your first child? Was it your second? So it came in um, my third pregnancy. Ah, okay. And that I kind of devoted my maternity leave to, I was working uh, corporately. So I had, and um, I'm based in Canada and in Canada for maternity, we're extremely fortunate that we get an option for 12 months. So I took that time to really build out Rumbly and kind of this vision that I had for Rumbly and what that would look like. Again, knowing that I wanted women to have a better experience mm -hmm. and what does that look like? And that's where I came to Rumbly. So that was in my third month. And that was after having gone through two pregnancies, becoming a mom twice and two postpartums and taking kind of everything that all the learnings I have, but all the feelings and the emotions I had and, and wrapped up into creating Rumbly. And then coincidentally, not, not necessarily timed, um, I became pregnant with my fourth while I was 
really just about launching the business. So I, I kind of birthed uh, my two two babies at the same time with <laughs> that's beautiful um to to put it that way but yeah I, mean, I think in one of the things you said even earlier um or your your previous point that made me think was every birth we have and i've only had one um but from i've i've heard of women who have had multiple it it does change you and i think every birth experience can be different. Um, there, I spoke with a mother actually yesterday morning about um, her NICU experience and how, you know, she got something called, oh, I'm going to mess it up to something syndrome. Basically, it's a, it's a really, really serious form of preeclampsia and something else. Um, so her baby was born at like 28 weeks. And, you know, I had asked her, like, where did this come from? And she's like, it's an unknown thing. So to your point of saying, like, there's so many unexpected things, both physically, mentally, emotionally, that no one can prepare you for. So what specifically um, can women get out of the box? How can um, people purchase the box? Like, I guess, and, and maybe not all your secrets of what it is, because I went on your website, but maybe share some, you know, some things that a mom would get, or if I wanted to purchase it, maybe for some of the women that are in my community that just ha that are pregnant. Tell me what what the box offers. Yeah, and it's, a, you, it's kind of, you nails it right on. It's, um, Every every box, as I mentioned before, it's for half the items are for the woman you are and the other half for the mom you're becoming. Outside of that, it, every item is so thoughtfully curated to make sure that it touches on the woman's change and transition and journey physically, mentally, and emotionally. And so what does that look like? So physically, we're, we're all going through a lot of changes, our bodies. So those will be almost your more... Um, I don't want to say expected, but classic kind of um, beauty products almost for okay. going through that. So let's say magnesium oil, which is like incredible wow. at helping like all those cramps, you know, there's um, belly oils that help with a lot of like itchiness or, you know, as your skin is, is stretching. It's changing and growing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there's, you know, I have a, I have a, um, a kinesiology tape that really helps with aches and pains as you get later mm -hmm. on. So these are all in kind of my experience in my research that are like essentials, either that you didn't know you needed, or if you did, I'm giving you kind of a, a vetted best in class there is um, to, to, for you and your experience. And then, so for then the, the mental and the emotional, that's really where it's like, there's, there's stuff that taps into you as a woman. So for instance, um, there's stuff to pamper yourself. I have a nail polish that's pregnancy safe, which comes with a mani pedi bomb, and to give yourself a little like spa evening, and that has a mocktail, um, you know. So it's kind of like this whole date night for one. I have pregnancy wrist and ankle weights, which is encouraging women to to move, which is you know something you wouldn't really think about, and it's not like you know go do an exercise class, but it's saying it's those are points of inspiration to say kind of like get off the couch take a walk around the block, slap these on, continue to move your body because that's really good for your mental health. It's also good for your baby to keep your blood flowing. Um, then there'll be, um, there's, I have uh, like a decaf coffee. That's amazing. Again, kind of like lifestyle change. Nice. I have uh, books and I have games, games that you could do with friends or partners that are, one of them is like 50 questions um, that are, would you rather? And it's, the point is to to take your mind off baby sometimes, still be social and still do things. So there's really, and I could go on and on, but there's really quite a range of topics that, again, tap into the woman you are, the mom you're becoming, but also the mental, emotional, and physical journey, because that's all 
part of it. And so whether it's inspiring, uh, supporting, and then there's other items too, to of like to pamper or to celebrate the milestones, it really touches on the whole journey, which is something at Rumbly, like we really try to emphasize. I love that. And it sounds so thoughtfully curated, so mindful and intentional. Um, and you're speaking my language. Um, because even with the Motherhood Village, it's very mission-based. So it sounds like with Rumbly, it's very mission-based to support moms during a very transform transformational aspect of life. Um, and whether, again, it's your first, your last, your second, your third, everything is transformational in it. And to your point, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what yeah. you need, right? I know there yeah. were things I found out wasn't until I did my podcast that I was like, how did I not know about this? And this is just from a few years ago. Um of things that I was like, why didn't my doctor tell me this? Or why didn't I know I needed this? So I love how intentionally um, curated it is with so much. It sounds like love and, and really research based and really saying, okay, what is a mom going to need? Cause I think a lot of times when we think of a mom is pregnant, everything is the focus on the baby, right? Focus on the baby, focus on the baby. And there's really not focus on the mother when in truth, if we focus more on the mother, then the baby's going to automatically be okay because the mother's taken care of. I always say, Babies just need food, diapers and food, however you give it, whether it's breastfed or formula, but they need food, maybe some onesies. And then even then, if you're home, you could do some, um, you know, chest, you know, skin to skin. So maybe some onesies and some diapers. Like to me, that's it. I, I feel like for a babies for the first few years and some wipes, like there's not much a baby needs. But in society, it's it's inundated to think that, you know, we need to have these like massive baby lists and all the things when it's really mom needs to be taken care of. So I love you're on this mission to change that. So why don't you speak a little bit? Cause I know it's important for you is one of the things that you had mentioned of how we can kind of shift that mindset of taking, of, if it's just being the mom, um, I'm sorry, of just being the baby and focus it back on the mom. And what do you think is missing in society? What's that missing piece that moms can feel more supported on their pregnancy journey? Yeah. Um, it's, it's exactly that, that it's everyone's so focused on baby, but mom to be herself is as well. Your number one priority is, you know, what we've been told is the health and the development of the baby. Yep. So that's, that's, you know, you, you start the second you find out you're pregnant, we start making all these sacrifices of can't do, I can't do this anymore. I can't do that. I can't, everything is about the baby. Um, so one thing like, you know, more larger culturally and society, uh, societal for us is, is that we need a village to support mom to be because she has doctors, yes. you know, she has a universe of people and herself is focused on the baby, but someone needs to be focused on her. And it's really interesting when I was just pregnant with my fourth, I was in my eighth month and my mom came over to my house and I was at a total mess. And she's just like, this is what you preach. Like, what, what's wrong with you? What are you doing this? And I was like, honestly, mom, I'm like, I need a rumbly in my court. And I was like, that's, uh, that's the problem. And I was like, I know these things, but I still don't have someone that has my back. You know, yes. that's, that's sending me these monthly reminders or that's sending me these care packages of like, yes. take a moment, stop and take care of you. You're doing everything that's, you know, you're, you're so focused on this, this baby again, which is amazing and beautiful. And that, that is what mom should be doing, sure. but she does also need, she does also need someone to encourage her to start prioritizing herself um, and and being conscious that, again, not to be grounded and also that process of becoming a mom, because that will make her a stronger mom, a 
a stronger person in postpartum and those early years of motherhood. And it's not easy at all, but if we could have, you know, somewhat of a, a system in place that can help women prioritize themselves, they go through this incredible transformation to mom. And whether it's your first or your second, you're becoming a new mom over and over again um, every single time. And it's, it's, it's a lot. And, you know, to, to talk about matricence, which is a very little known term that Rumbly is really rooted in, which is that transition to motherhood in comparison to the adolescence, which is the transition from child to ad adulthood, you know, it's, it's the same thing. And that when I explain it to people like that, it really helps ground them like, oh, you know, you're right. That that's really interesting of we prepare ourselves for the period of adolescence of all the change and transformation, again, physically, emotionally, in socially, every way. And then when we go into motherhood, we don't have that sort of preparation. And then a lot of times, you know, then you have baby, you enter your fourth trimester yep. and, and you're just like, you're just, you're, you're, you're lost, you're lost. And you're, and you just, it's, it's about, I think really someone being there for you, that support system, but preparing and starting early, as early as we can in that journey. I love that. And I had not heard of the term either. Um, so I love that you're bringing it to the attention because I think it's so true. It's like one of my friends had even told me too, like, I love how nowadays there's so much emphasis on like, you hear all the terms, right? Peaceful parenting, conscious parenting, like all these parenting methods, which is really just mindfulness, right? And, and figuring out how we can like, just be more mindful and, and calmer with our kids and all the things because we, we are full of a lot of overwhelm, like statistics show, not only in the beginning of motherhood, but just in where we are with society. So that's, that's a whole nother thing. But my friends were saying, you know, that's great. But then once our children, you know, seven, 10 year old, now we're in middle school, high school, like there's no resources for us. There's no resources for how to, um, manage teenagers. So to your point, there's really no resources to say, okay, once you become a mom, that, um, what was the term you use again? What is it called? Mattresses. Mattresses of what that's, what that's like and to prepare moms for that. I know I had read somewhere that they were like, you know, you should take postpartum classes even before. Um, and not to fear, but I think education is the key to a lot of things. And I'm so thankful that, you know, conversations like these are going on that someone like you said, you know what, let me create something that I wish I had. And to your point that even though you did have, but you're like, who's sending me these things like we often forget. Um, I want to ask you as we wind down here, I know we have about another um, 10 minutes or so, but um, I constantly hear, wow, you're juggling a lot. And I am. Um, but I, I often prioritize and I think five years in and I'm asking because I know you have multiples and you're, you're, you know, your ages and stuff. Um, and, and I do have a lot going on. I only have the one. Um, so I bow down to those of multiples. But um, I have found my groove and kind of prioritize. Like I, I know for me, in order to do what I need to do, I have to get up at 5 a.m. to exercise. That's the only way. I've tried the late nights. I've tried all the things. I can't do it. I'm exhausted by the end of the day. So I had to kind of have a revelation with myself like, hey, if you want to do it, then this is where it is. Now, my son is sleeping through the night, right? I'm not in that season of motherhood. That is like that grind of newborn. So my question to you is, how do you find ways to release, reset, and recharge? What are the things that you do for yourself? And is it still an ongoing process? Or have you found ways to really make sure that now that um, you're in this stage of motherhood, that you're able to take care of yourself? I 
it, this is gonna be a really short answer, but honestly, it's it's the truth. I I need I need me time. I need mm-hmm. time by myself every single day, and that's without sacrifice. Yeah. So I I'm a night hawk, um, and no matter what, I need time by myself every single night to just do things that bring me calmness. Yeah. And you know it that changes it kind of ebbs and flows what it is you know whether it's reading a book taking a shower watching tv and, or working on rumbly which you know i get like i'm sure a lot of women are like that is not but for me i'm so but if it brings you joy it, yes it does it does and it really does and i know that i'm helping other women and and helping them change their journey and trajectory so that that does but it's it's just it's that time by myself where I don't want to see anyone in my vision. I don't want to hear any background noise or whatever. And no matter what, so my my three month old, for instance, it took me the past two nights have taken me two and a half hours of rocking and trying to get her to sleep. Ooh. The sweetest thing, and you know, we're before we were in such a good groove, and I'm like, she's the best sleeper. And then boom, it hits you. You know, the past two nights, two and a half hours, and I'm like, yes. the whole time I'm not doing again what I preach. I'm not being present and. Uh, and looking at this beautiful creation, and all I'm thinking is all the million list of things that I wanted to do that I no longer can do tonight, you know, and then I'm so tired once I finally get her to sleep. And then yet somehow I go downstairs and I'm up for another like four hours, you know, and I'm like, this isn't helping anything. But at the same time, I just know that even still, despite, you know, being overtired at this point, if I don't have that time, I'm that me time, that time by myself. Um, I, I, I truly, I, I, I just, I can't find, I can't find calmness kind of in, in my everyday. I I love that. And I think it's so important for any mom listening, find what works for you. I think a lot of times we see on social media that it has to be like this big grand gesture has to be like something so over the top. But I think to your point, if working on whatever it is, your passion project, whatever makes you feel good, do it. I remember seeing a laundry basket that was in the family room for so long. And I'm like, if I don't fold these clothes, like I need to just get it done. And once it was done, it was like a major like, okay, that was over. Um, So it's like, you just have to find, you know, the the nuggets, like I had to just finally do it. And it, it brought me peace to know to your point, like the calmness of like, okay, that's something that's done. Um, but you have to kind of do what works for you and understanding the season that you're in and knowing that this too shall pass. It's not going to be like this forever. To your point, the ebbs and flows and really leaning into that, I think is key. Um, how can people connect with you where um, I'll put in the show notes, but social media, websites, and then any final thoughts or tips for any moms listening that you'd like to share before we part ways here? Yeah, definitely. So website for Rumbly is rumbly, R-U-M-B-L-Y dot C-O. Social media, most active on Instagram, and it's at rumbly underscore C-O. And that's really across all social media channels. But DMs there are always open. And I say that because I mean it. If you are a mom, a mom-to-be, a looking, hoping to become a mom, I'm always active there. And rant, if you want me to reply, or don't reply, let me know, you know, send tips, send anything, um, definitely it. through there. Um, and really, and there is where I'm also trying to build a community of other like-minded rumbly moms and really positioning it as a sisterhood collective. So you'll really see that a lot, which I think a lot of women need that, that kind of, um, support and, um, final thoughts for the podcast community. I'm just remember that being a mom is part of you. 
but it is not all of you. I love that. And do you ship to the U.S.? I guess we didn't cover that. Yeah, sorry. I'm based in Canada, but majority of our customers are actually in the U.S. So I really, yeah. Wow. So um, definitely ship to the U.S. and and um, you'll find most Rumbly moms will come from the U.S. That's awesome. I'm so happy that we connected. And now, because um, I have a I have support groups where I actually have quite a few new moms, uh, moms that have had babies or that are currently pregnant. So I'm happy that I connected with you and thank you for sharing your story and um, yeah, continued blessings to you for love and light. Thank you so much. It was really such a pleasure to be on here and speak to all your audience. Thank you for listening to this impactful episode of the motherhood village podcast. Subscribe to my show so you'll never miss a future episode. You may also rate and review on Apple podcasts and share this episode with someone that can use it as part of their motherhood village. Remember, your village can take up many forms and you do not have to do it alone. Connect with me at themotherhoodvillage.com. Blessings to you for love and light.